Aloha, pumpkin. Well, aloha, sunshine. And aloha, listeners, and welcome to the Zentiki Lounge. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to Zentiki Lounge. Shiki Bart lives near head. I am so happy to be here with Pumpkin. It's been a while since the two of us, the two OGs, were here in the lounge, even if it's just virtual. It has been a while. Yes, it has. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we, we, uh, we have to tell people what we're drinking. Um, Pumpkin, are you sober today? Um, I am sober today because I still have to work, so yes. <laughs> mm, you got to get ready for the children's. Yes, yeah, so here I do have my tumbler of uh, iced tea. <laughs> so we're, we're recording on a Sunday. I am having something that, you know, I, I've told listeners about this before. Sometimes I, I don't always drink a tiki drink or I don't always drink rum. I mean, I do like to imbibe lots of things except beer. Uh, I pretty much avoid that at all costs. But I'm having a tiki or tropical sangria. Oh. And it's so simple. And you can modify this to your own liking. But use a use a red wine. A red blend or a red Zinfandel work really nice. Something that has just a bit of sweetness on its own. Not a terribly dry red wine like a Merlot or a Syrah. I, I, that would be too dry. I probably wouldn't use that. And in your wine glass, pour in about half an ounce of uh, passion fruit syrup or passion fruit liqueur, whichever you have, and then maybe another half an ounce of ginger liqueur. And um, then fill with red wine. You can chill the red wine ahead of time if you like because a sangria goes down more nicely when it's a little chilled or with ice. And you now, you could also um, put in some orange uh, liquor like, uh, you know, Cointreau or um, just some triple sec. Um, but think of your fruit flavored liqueurs and also some of those same fruits that you might put in an actual sangria. So if you have something like an apple brandy or any of those other fruits that you see people infuse and float in their sangria, it'll work perfectly in this. But for the tropical version, ginger and passion fruit, just wonderful. Well, and with most sangrias, don't you kind of leave the fruit in overnight as well? So you can yes. do like a mango, you can do whatever types of tropical fruit you'd like. And yeah, leave so it in you overnight. can do you can do the old school like infuse overnight or for several hours version, or you can do the speed version where you just pour flavored liqueurs or syrups <laughs> into your wine and it's instant. Bam, and, you've got sangria. Call it a day. I'm surprised you're not busting out the seasonal cocktails this episode. Mm. Since it is October and I know you love the October. Well, I just haven't had any time. Um no. So, so pumpkin sober, I'll post uh, a quick little recipe with a picture of how I gussied it up with a little bit of orange and a nice umbrella. And we'll talk more about the umbrellas in a moment. Uh, but pumpkin, <laughs> uh, you're here for a reason. Oh no, I did not know that. Well. Listeners, I, I thought we were just having a good old fashioned get together. I didn't know that there was an ulterior motive <laughs> we're going to we're going to go find the mail sack and do some tv oh. mail and oh, no. one of the questions oh, really no. is it's pandering to you in a big way oh, no. oh in a big way not just in a way in a big way oh well, no we have a we have a listener who love you long time oh no i think i might get the i think i might have the rona right now so uh <clears throat> i'm coughing no, I, I think you're okay. So uh, so we will be right back with the mail sack. Mail 
Cheeky mail. Oh, 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 the microphone does not like the cheeky mail. No, I have what to about, say that. What about what's in the, in the sack? Oh, yeah. I think it does like what's in the sack. So, oh, 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 Amazon delivery. <laughs> mm. So I have to be honest, and I think this is the first time I'm ever going to say this, but I actually like what's in your sack. In fact, it's one of my favorite things that's in your sack right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so delicious. <laughs> you are well, so tempting me with your sack today. We're not going to give it away, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure that this first email, um, the one that is, it's really for you. I don't even think it matters that I'm here. Um, oh, okay. So, but, but it is addressed, hi, sunshine. As Kevin mentioned to you, we'll be driving to Vegas on October. Beep. Whatever. And, and you know that we have been listening to Zen Tiki Lounge on our drives to Las Vegas for over 10 years. Wow. But since there hasn't been a new episode since July, I was just wondering if I post a five-star review on iTunes, would you upload something for us to listen to on our drive? Hearing Pumpkin's voice on the way to Vegas would be wonderful. And I'm sure it would bring us good luck at the tables. Thanks and Kungaloosh, Curtis. Oh, wait, you really haven't posted anything and since since July? No, I've been doing the I've been the doing Zoom. the the like throwback episodes with Campari Kraken. Right, and then but you've done because we've done some. Did you not post them? I don't know. No, I did. It's Sarah. been a while. It's been a while. Oh, damn. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, because you've been doing your space cat videos or whatever you call them. Space. It's sunshine. Cat. It's sunshine oh. in space. It's not oh, a space okay. cat. Okay. <laughs> So Can you Pumpkin, do a space cat? Curtis, <laughs> Curtis has mentioned you more than once recently, and so yes. he's going to be hearing your voice on the way to Lost Wages, and I'm sure he's yes. he's, he's going to need he's going to need a towel to clean himself up. Oh my goodness! Well, thank you, Curtis. Thank you for you know not forgetting about me. <laughs> well, and it does look like. And I wish you and I wish you the best of luck in Las Vegas. I wish I could have a vacation, but for work right now, that is not happening um so it's wonderful it's fabulous that you're able to get out and go have some fun um go visit the what is it the golden tiki um is it open uh the golden tiki is open now um i know they're staying at the venetian and one other hotel while they're there and oh, nice. through a coincidence of the tiki gods I will be overlapping them by at least a day, so we'll get to say hello. Ooh, okay, so you need to say uh, aloha and take a picture. Yeah, I might join them down at the Venetian because they still have that standalone Star Trek machine that I love. Oh, they do. Yes. You know what, though? It's kind of tight. I remember playing it last time. <laughs> you're, you're not lying there. Um, no, okay, so, the so now Curtis, tight. Curtis alluded to um, leaving us a five-star review, and I have it here. Oh, really? He, yeah, he did it ahead of time. Yeah. Nice boy, Curtis is coming through. And you better believe he mentions you again. Oh. <laughs> Curtis, Curtis says. I have been listening to the Zen Tiki Lounge since the very beginning, over 10 years. It's, it's going on 14 now, Curtis. Just wow. So you know. And I've listened. It sure is. 
I've listened to every episode. My husband and I always listen to this show on our drive to Las Vegas. The host, Sunshine, is witty and smart and entertaining. A joy to listen to regardless of what he's talking about. What do you think about that, Pumpkin? <laughs> is that it? Take a drink. Nope, nope. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I was taking a drink. Yes, but okay, the but the real reason that I've listened for <laughs> over a decade is because these people always put a smile on my face. <sighs> they are funny without trying to be funny, especially Pumpkin. Oh my! She is simply the best thing on the internet. Another, oh my! <laughs> another lady in the lounge is Kaylani, who I oh wish my. would sing on the show more often. She has such a beautiful voice. Starshine would like oh, yeah. me to to write something snarky about her, but I can't think of anything to say oh. other than she's an entertaining storyteller. I hope the show never ends. Oh, you need to print that out and frame it. Well, I mean, it's certainly flattering, but I'm, iTunes will be around forever, right? We'll always be able to look sure. at it. Sure. No, I think you need to print it out and have it like embroidered on a pillow <laughs> and put it in your little Papa Sign chair right behind you there. Is that what we should do? Yes, print it out, do a little silk screening, make it into a pillow, put it all around the lounge. Why not? Well, as Doris Day said, perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> uh, okay, this next email uh, comes from Mark and he says, ZTL. Would you rather drink a mediocre cocktail inside a bar with great atmosphere or an outstanding cocktail inside a bar without the atmosphere? For me, I will rank the atmosphere above the quality of the drink because I will remember the experience I had longer than the cocktail I drank. How about you all? Pumpkin, what do you think? I agree. I agree because yeah, mediocre, it's meh, okay, it's, it's mediocre. But I mean, when you go there, I mean, you want to be entertained, you know, the visual um, of the place. And I mean, you want to go out, you want to go out, you want to be somewhere that's pleasant. And if the drink is now, if the drink was terrible, okay, you know, um, a la, not Dirk Diggler, what was that guy that we saw, the magician? And Dirk it was, it was Arthur. Dirk Arthur, and it was basically Tang and vodka. Um, that was bad. So I would take a good drink over that, um, but a mediocre drink and wonderful ambience, um, I will take that over blah and a good drink. Okay, now, this is, Curtis will love this. A little Vegas trivia. Pumpkin, when we saw Dirk Arthur and his Cats of Magic, what hotel <laughs> were we at? I'm going to go with the Silverton. Bingo, yeah, Yay! you're right. And do you remember what the what what was the encore? What was the thing he did at the very end? The big number? Oh, I don't remember. I think we were too um, up on uh, Tang and vodka by then, and and we were quite the hecklers. So I don't quite remember. <laughs> he he had a an actual helicopter in the showroom what? with with rotating blades and everything that he made disappear. How do I not remember that? We're I don't know. I, I remember. I think we're probably laughing at him. And, and, and if I recall correctly, there was a tiger in the driver's seat. Oh my gosh. I don't. And this was before the Silverton had its uh, outdoor world makeover. So this was the Silverton 
before it's makeover. Yeah, I mean, for Silverton standards, back before they added onto the casino, this is quite amazing. Yeah. So, uh huh. Yeah. So I go with uh, mediocre and uh, good ambiance. And and I agree. So um, <laughs> I have definitely had a so-so cocktail, but really, really enjoyed the dim lighting, the over-the-top decor. It's immersive. You just feel. You, it just makes you feel good because you're somewhere else, right? Yeah. Um, and, it's and transportive. That, yeah, and that turns a three cocktail into a four, you know? Easily. Right. Wait, on a, on a scale. Oh, no, on a scale of five. On a scale of five. Oh, okay, on a scale of five. Okay. I was going to say, that's still not good. <laughs> well, you know, I used to think, you know, a, a 10 scale was good for cocktails, but I don't think so anymore because it's so, it's so individual, right? So I think a one to five scale is actually better. Like, you know, a one is, I shouldn't have paid for this, never drink it again. Right. A, a two is, if it's free and I need to be inebriated, okay. Right. A three would be not bad, could use some work, probably would order it again if the price is right. And then a four would be, you know, I'm going to tell people about this drink. This is, right. you know, this is one of the better drinks on the menu. And then a five would be go to that destination just for that drink. Like that's a great, great crafted cocktail. That's kind of how I look at it. Now, have you actually posted this? Because I think it would be helpful to a lot of people. No, but maybe when I'm editing this episode, I'll, um, I think you I'll write down what I just said. And I think I'll, you need to write down what you yeah. just said and have people, you know, carry it around for reference. I think it's a good reference point. Yeah, but but a scale of one to 10, it's just, it's, no, it, there's just too much variability. Between with seven, eight, nine, and yeah, it kind of gets a yeah. little between six, seven, eight. Yeah. It's a little weird. All right, now we have one more email. Oh. oh. Uh, this is from Jan and Carrie, and they say, Aloha, sunshine and ladies. Since you all seem to have a great deal of experience with your alcohol consumption, <laughs> maybe, maybe you can help with an old wives' tale. Oh, my. Is switching from one kind of alcohol to another really the cause of some hangovers or spells of vomiting? My girlfriend and I love the show. Thank you for all you do, Jan and Carrie. Uh, I think so. I why, think so. Okay, I mean, but why do you think that? I don't know. I just think it has to do with the way that maybe the alcohol is formed or created or I don't know. But if you, because, and I guess it depends on you and your tolerance. Um, because I know if I, you know, you stick to one alcohol all night um, versus if you have tequila and then you have vodka and then you have wine and then you have champagne. I think it's just, I don't know if it's just too much sugar or the alcohols just don't marinate in your stomach well together, um, but I think so. So, okay, so I have I have some definite thoughts on this and I think they're science-based, but- Sure, here, every, everything is science-based. Why not just say it is? So here goes. So I, I believe that you should be able to drink anything you want, wine, beer, cocktail, um, you know, rancid cow's milk, whatever you want. And, um, and, and you should be able to combine all of those things in your stomach and your stomach is going to be just fine. But what happens is, let's say you start with beer or wine 
Now, there's a huge alcohol by volume difference just in those two. Beers average between four to seven percent alcohol. Wines average between 11 and 14 percent. So even if you're just switching back and forth from wine to beer, you're probably sipping at the same rate. And here's the thing. If you have two beers and think, ah, I'm not that buzzed, and then you sip a wine at the same rate as you drink those beers, you've just consumed twice as much alcohol in the same amount of time as one beer. So you just had two beers on top of the two you already had. And this is where things get a little tricky. It's not that your stomach is mixing beer and wine. It's that you went from low alcohol to medium alcohol. Now, what if you put a hard liquor cocktail on top of that? You have a Manhattan or a martini or something like that. Oh. Oh. Now, now you're looking at a mixed drink that can be, depending on who made it, between 20 and 30% alcohol by volume. So now you're really jumping up there. Or what if you do shots? You know, the girls walk up to the bar and they're like, we want Tito's shots. You know, or <laughs> we, we want Fireball. Oh, Lord. Right? So now you're like jumping that alcohol content up there. And I really think that this is what gets people. So my advice and what i do is i like to stay within the same alcohol by volume range right or food and then people not eating and doing all this crap on an empty stomach well that's a whole nother variable right yeah so um if i'm going to switch from wine to hard liquor for me i need an hour of no drinking in between the switch and that's so that i can process some of the alcohol, and then when I move on to a higher content alcohol, I'm feeling like, okay, I can sip this, I'm not drinking it like I did the wine or the beer. Um, and I think your mind also adjusts to sipping at a different interval because it's been a while since you had the other thing. Right, and it all comes down to what each individual can personally handle, how frequently you do drink these types of alcohol. Um, because I know my body responds different to different alcohols. Um, like tequila makes me mean. Rum, I just kind of, and vodka just kind of, you know, mellow out a little bit, but everyone's body responds differently to alcohol. Beer and wine, I can't stand the smell of it. So. Yeah, that's sad because there's great wine out there. No, I know, and I've tried it, and everyone seems to enjoy wine, and they love drinking it, and they love beer, but it's just the smell. I've tried every single kind of wine. I've tried organic, I mean, you name it, I've tried it, and I still have the same visceral reaction. So have I you don't ever, know what it is. Have you ever had the girly wine, like the Riuniti, the like low yeah. alcohol sweet stuff, yeah. and you don't like it's that either? It's disgusting. It's just the smell of it. Just the smell. I mean, we went and we went over to France, and I thought, okay, well, let's try it. Nope. Organic, non-organic, tan in this, tan in that, whatever, whatever. Uh, it's, I just can't. So I have to stick with the hard alcohol. <laughs> oh, well. But I do like my girly drinks. You know that. Did you, did you hear that Curtis Pumpkin has to stick with the hard stuff? Yeah. I sure do. All right. Well, uh, that is the end of the uh, mail for this episode. I want to thank everybody for the comments and the questions. You can send yours to mail at zentikilounge.com, and those will just sit in the sack until we're ready to yank them out Ooh. and talk about them right here on the podcast. You know, Pumpkin, this is episode 
300. Do you want to guess 300 and... Are you back to whole numbers now? Or are you still doing decimals? Oh my God, we've been on whole numbers forever. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? 300 and... No, I lied. It's 400 something. Do you know? Oh my gosh. 469. <laughs> well, it's 438. Oh, wow. Yeah, and you've been here since number one. Since number one, since the barbecue, chicken oh, barbecue poncetia martini. Yum. You gotta bring back some of these classic drinks and, and, and make them better. I think that's going to be a challenge. Bring back some of the original creations and redo them. Well, if you had uh, been on the podcast more often, you'd know that I've been doing that. What about the pineapple P-U-S-S-Y? Because that's um, the OG drink. That is the OG drink. I don't know that the pineapple pussy needs improvement. It's just, it's a college drink. It is what it is. Like, if, right. you, if you make it any fancier, it's not what it was. But let's go ahead and wash our hands of the mail segment. Let's go <laughs> ahead. I'm going to go ahead and play, um, play the listeners uh, some music from the um, Spy Exotica playlist that I've had going. Ooh. And we'll be right back.
Pumpkin, we're back. Oh, wow. Where'd you go? <laughs> I went to grab my tropical sangria. I was I gotta say, you seem to be uh, working on that uh, sangria there, making a dent in that. Um, well, let's talk about this before I forget. So I mentioned- I was gonna say, um, let's, the garnish. What do you yes. have there? Yeah, so you um, you can obviously, you know, gussy up your sangria. So I've got a big orange wedge on this, and I've got a really nice umbrella. Beautiful. And, uh, well, you know, um, during these COVID times, these unprecedented times, uh, I came across, uh, through the Tiki Trail video cast, I came across... Um, well, a new purveyor of things that I'm just in love with, and it's called the Ooh. tiny. It's called the tiny umbrella. Mm. This gal uh, obviously is making cocktail parasols, but she's got like 50 plus designs. Wow! And if I'm not mistaken, if you need something custom, you know, like wedding stuff like that, she's got you taken care of. I wouldn't even know how to start to even begin to create those little umbrellas. Well, I'll tell you. So she de she designs them, and then she has them printed by another company. And so she 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 designs them and, and determines what's actually going to be on the parasol itself. Um, and then she has them made. Uh, she's not hand-making and hand-drawing every umbrella. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I, I really I really like these, and I I got I showed them to you, pumpkin. I got a couple sets of the rainbow or pride umbrellas, Ooh. and they were originally going to be for the husband's birthday, and I was going to do a big old gay uh, surprise birthday party, not complete surprise because he hates surprise parties, but right? Like the day before, I would have told him it was going to happen, but I wouldn't have told him like a month ahead we were planning this, right? But um, he was kind of like hinting that he wanted to go to Palm Springs. So we ended up going to Palm Springs instead, which nice. was a great time because we have friends out there who have a house. We spent time at the pool. We had many a cocktail. We got to go to the casino. I hit a royal flush. It was fun. For his birthday. For his birthday, <laughs> yes. Uh, but he got to go to Las Casuelas, his favorite Mexican restaurant, and, oh. gorge, and gorge on carbs. So you could have technically, you could have brought those. You could have brought the umbrellas. Oh yeah, yeah, I totally could have. Yeah, since you made cocktails, you could have brought those umbrellas to Palm Springs. They do travel. Well, that didn't occur to me. But anyway, <laughs> listeners, I I will put I will put the link on our on our blog notes for episode four hundred thirty eight. And uh, just remember the tiny umbrella. They're on Facebook, Instagram. Go ahead and follow them on whichever platform that you prefer. Uh, you'll see the posts of the new stuff as it comes out and just um, the reposts where, you know, folks use the umbrellas in their own creations and then they get reposted and you kind of see what people are up to with cocktail parasols. Now, Pumpkin, remind everybody, what do you do with cocktail parasols? I, well, I use them as a, a seasonal wreath. So I like to make wreaths out of cocktails. So I'm interested to see what sort of um, design she creates. So um, like I, for example, you just get a, um, like a hay wreath. You know, they have the hay wreaths at Michael's. Um, you yeah. leave the plastic on. So leave the plastic on, don't take the plastic off. Now you can use styrofoam as well, but I'd rather use hay. Um, you just get a hay 
wreath, leave the plastic on, and then you just open up your cocktail umbrellas and shove them in the hay, and then just fill your entire um, wreath with the cocktail umbrellas. They're super cool. Uh, you do have to obviously cut the, um, what are those called? The toothpicks. Um, <laughs> so you stick them through and then you have to have some pretty heavy duty scissors. Um, I use wire cutters and then just kind of cut them off and you have a lovely, beautiful cocktail wreath that you can hang on your, you know, door or whatever for, um, I've made Fourth of July. I've made just one regular one for summer. Um, so any sort of whatever, pattern you can find and it's super easy and it's super cheap and it looks really cool well one of my one of my favorite designs that uh they have is the top of the umbrella it comes in three different designs there's one called the fruit salad variety pack so you get um a lime wedge or a lime wheel a lemon wheel or a watermelon wheel so you have like those three um those three fruits is what the top of the umbrella looks like I know it's hard to it's hard it's hard to describe for people on the Zoom. Um, you can so you can buy the fruits individually, or you can buy the fruit salad pack. But I think those are both um, really cool. She's got tropical and tiki ones. Um, there's uh, Hawaiian. She's got flamingos. Ooh. Uh, and of course, um, you can reach out and uh, you can you can discuss custom options. So get crafty, people. Yeah. You got time. Get crafty. Why wouldn't you? Oh, even gift cards. Really? No. Nice. Yeah. All right. Anywho, um, you know, a few other things I wanted to talk about while uh, while I have you, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, Why not? I, so Curtis left us a really nice review on iTunes, and I want to encourage others to go do the same. We only accept five star reviews. However. Oh gosh. Here we go. Here's the disclaimer. You can say whatever you want in the words. <laughs> you can you can talk about how Pumpkin's voice is like nails on a chalkboard. Why not? You can say how Starshine sounds like a 14-year-old girl. Or she <laughs> says not a boy, a girl. She's she says 14-year-old boy. That's what she right. says. I was going to um, say I thought it was 14-year-old boy, not girl. You can talk about how I sound like melted butter. <laughs> Uh, and you can talk about, you know, how often Kaylani gets on her soapbox. Oh my god! Or, or whatever you like. Okay. It, it, it really doesn't matter. Um. Now. I I have to say your voice is a little extra deep today. Well, I I, I turned up the bass and the gain. So that, that <laughs> no, you did not. No, you did not. <laughs> also, also, um. I was screaming a lot last night, and so it's a little, uh. Oh, okay. Well, so last night was the Tiki Caliente Yeah, Zoom I was gonna crawl. say, talk about last night. So why you're screaming. Tiki Caliente is the event that we talk about all the time. It's normally in May, which was canceled because of COVID. Then it was moved to October and canceled because of COVID. So last night would have been, last night would have been the Saturday, which is the middle day of the event where really all the big shenanigans happens. So we had a multi-hour Zoom room crawl where people could dial in 
and uh, they could choose to, through Zoom's latest update, where you can move yourself through different breakout rooms, you don't have to be assigned anymore. Um, the, the folks who tuned in, they could go to the 80s dance party, which was ours, the Zen TV lounge party. They could go to the 70s disco party. They could go to the yacht rock party. Um, or they could go to the room that the main stage was on where it was a video loop playing Tiki Caliente Past, plus some new videos sent in by the musical artists that we all love, plus some personal messages from the host, Roy Snyder, all kinds of stuff. Wow. So from a, from a technological point of view, I don't think anyone's done this on Zoom before. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are you taunting me, you bastard? Hmm. I needed that chip because I'm taking a drunk nap after we do this. Oh, no, I would never have guessed. Um, but anyway, follow Tiki Caliente on Facebook or tikicaliente.com. Uh, at this point, the event that's now been moved to May of next year is sold out, you can't go. But, <laughs> but there are sometimes sales of the merchandise and mugs and other things that are still available to a wider audience and the people who already have tickets that have been moved from May to October to May again. Uh, but but anywho. That's what we need. We need another trip to Rory's bar. That was so nice. Just sitting in the dark with the air conditioning, drinking cocktails. That was fabulous. And, and you loved it because there was no one else there. <laughs> I do love an empty bar. <laughs> It just takes uh, an international pandemic so that your wish can come true. <laughs> it was lovely, was it not? No, it was. We had Del Taco yeah. and everything. Yes, it was lovely. It was lovely. Del Taco nice. is the official drunk snack of the Zen Tiki Lounge. Although they don't, they don't sponsor us, they should. <laughs> You'll take a coupon. <laughs> right. Now, um, Pumpkin, I feel like I should mention, since we are both wearing Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club shirts. Yes, we, we are. Should... Not, not planned either. We did not plan this. No, but these are our like, Wait, weekend. Wait, are we wearing the same shirt, but yours is a different color? No, yeah. it's totally different. Okay. I do like your color. You have a nice blue. I have the Contiki. Like a blue. The Contiki that was in uh, Cleveland. And you have the Beachcomber from where? Uh, Nashville. Nashville. Right. I have the Beachcomber from Nashville, Tennessee. Beachcomber Bar. Exotic if you, Polynesian. If you want a soft cotton tea, just one or a new one every month, in beautiful colors, and each one represents an extinct tiki bar or lounge of the past, you get to learn a little about these places when you receive your shirt. Men's and women's uh, styles different cuts for men and women but again yes soft, <laughs> soft wonderful teas that through many 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 washes because we wear them all the time mm -hmm. still look wonderful perfect for the weekend like you just get up and you're doing you know errands around town or just around the house they are perfect or when you come home from work because you need to change out of your clothes because of all the germs you're being exposed to perfect this is the go-to and like I like to do here whenever they send us a couple of t-shirts, which they just have. If you go on iTunes and leave a review of the Zen Tiki Lounge, I'm sure you'll choose five stars and then say whatever snarky <laughs> comment you want. 
um, go ahead and leave that review. Send a screenshot to mail at zentigilounge.com. And the first two people who do that, we will send you a shirt from Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club. Now, we, we get to choose the shirt and design, but we will do our best to make sure you get a size that will fit. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I not a bad I, deal. I need a refresher. <laughs> you need a refresher? I need like a refresher. I like that blue you're wearing. Mm. I also like that aqua shirt that we have when we're twinning sometimes. Oh, um, you know what? I might I like have it. something. I might have something in a similar color that I can wear. See, mine's brown right now, which it's nice, but it's not that nice blue. That you you look good in brown. <laughs> uh, we are we are not the most tan people, so brown does us well. No, no, I haven't even done any sunless tanner or anything. So I've been au natural this past couple months. Well, here's something the listeners were probably not tuning in to find out, but I have a new, <laughs> I have a new sunless tanner that I've been using this season that I really like more than, the, more than the Neutrogena that I was using before. I really like the, um, oh no, no, I'm sorry. Neutrogena is the one I have been using. I'm no longer using the Jurgens. Oh, see, I'm all about the Alba Organics and the Hemp's. I'm yeah, all about I, the hemp right now. I tried the Alba. You recommended it. I just feel like it took too many coats for me. Mm. Well, you know, to so each the, their own. The Neutrogena Gradual Build Tan, uh, for me, two coats and people actually notice. They're like, oh, look, you look normal. <laughs> look, you know what? I've just been embracing whatever shade I am. So, you know. If you, if you were um, gonna name the Pantone color for your skin, what would it be called? Oh, for my skin? I think it's already been named multiple times. Um, creamy Ivory. <laughs> creamy Ivory. Mm -hmm. Creamy Ivory. I'm gonna go with Creamy Ivory. I think I would be Faded Cherry. Faded Cherry? Yeah. Yeah, I have a definite redness uh, to my skin, especially my face. Um, well, when I'm drinking, which is a lot. So, right. um, if I if I haven't had a, a glass of anything in a while, um, you know, I, I'm not as pink as I am. Could a lot it? Of the time. How about your shade? Could you be called Drunk Santa? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but but that's not really a Pantone color. Like they would oh. relate it to like a fruit or something naturally oh, occurring in the yeah. environment. You know. Oh, not Drunk Santa. No, I don't think Ine so. Inebriated elf? <laughs> well, okay, but that's a box of non-branded crayons that we need to release. Okay, there we go. Okay, and they so need to smell too. They need to be scented. Okay, so we're gonna have Drunk Santa. What would be another uh, color that you would put in the box of inappropriate crayons? Well, inappropriate crayons. There's got to be something with you know gingerbread and something with, you know, reindeer droppings. Um, so you got to mix them up. They can't all be pleasant smells. Well, no, but I mean, don't even think just holiday, just everything. What what other what other colors do you think could be represented in this 64 crayon box? Oh, well, you got to have like rotted tooth, be like a green or an, a yellow, mm. you know. We could go on and on. I, I got to think about this. Creativity, you just, you have to think about it, you know? Let it 
kind of gel in your brain and just write things down. I think dog vomit belongs in there. Um, oh my the... gosh, can I tell you something? The most disgusting thing I have ever, 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 ever cleaned up in my life. This is actually why Curtis and Kevin listen, so please do. Okay, so speaking of disgusting things, like I can tolerate disgusting things. Like I am not squeamish, I can handle it. But the other day I actually almost really like gagged. And it was because my chocolate lab, she is obsessed with eating my other labs crap. And so she and just got and a just hold. and just to be clear, we're talking about the dog is eating the other dog's shit. Yes. So my chocolate lab is eating my black lab's crap. Like she follows him out, and when he's squatting down, she is right behind him, ready to eat it. Like a soft serve. Like a soft serve, like hot, dropping it like it's hot. And so we have to pretty much run outside and pick it up so she doesn't need it, right? And I know there's all sorts of things that just sprinkle on it and blah, 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 blah. Um, and so went to work, came home, and I guess my black lab, you know, crapped a lot while we were gone and my chocolate lab ate too much of it. And so when I came home, she's usually running around the house and being crazy, but she wasn't. And all of a sudden I just, smell this really bad gas. I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and she goes into the living room and proceeds to barf all over. Actually, it was the dining room. Crap barf. It is the most vile smell. So it's shit mixed with vomit. It was the most vile smell all over my dining room floor. It was vile. I have never had to clean up shit vomit before. Oh, it's bad. It was so bad. Like I couldn't even, my house just smelled like a combination of crap and vomit <laughs> for hours and it was hot outside. So I even just like opened up, even though it's a hundred outside, I still had to open up all the windows. It was bad, but she felt better after she threw up, you know, just a stomach full of crap. So that is the worst thing I've ever smelled in my life. Wow. So we need to make a crap vomit crap. <laughs> That's the worst? Yeah, it was bad. Like, I smelled some bad things, but this was the worst. Okay. To this day. Where I actually had, I got a little gaggy. Well, I mean. Moving on. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, um, I don't envy you. I don't envy that no. situation. No, uh, it was bad. It was bad. Our our little one, she likes to eat grass for two days after we have a party and people feed her, even though I have specifically told Starshine and the other ladies, do not feed the dog. And Pumpkin, I do believe I've told he you not to feed- her cream puffs. Yeah, I have told you not to feed the dog cream puffs because then she eats grass for two days and yaks on the floor. But she loves her cream puffs. Mm -hmm. She loves them. So she's so cute. You have to give her cream puffs. Well, speaking of cream puffs. Uh-oh. <laughs> why don't you share something that you okay. think that you think could be, you know, a metaphorical cream puff for Curtis and Kevin as they drive to Vegas? 
Wait, what do you mean? A metaphor? I think that leave them, leave them, leave them with a nice, sweet pumpkin gift. Oh, I, I tell them, tell them something, tell them something that you want to share that you've been thinking about. Crap dog vomit story. Try to be, try to be funny. No, you can't try to be funny. You can't, when you put someone on the spot and say, be funny, that doesn't work and then sit back and taunt me with chips. <laughs> Greasy chips, you can't just do that to a lady. I have been eating chips this whole episode. Yes, but I'm you sure, have. I'm sure most of you could hear that. Yes, and they're quite delicious because they're the good kind that are fried in oil and salty and greasy and put in a plastic bag. Oh, there is Go nothing back. better than getting fresh chips at the Mexican market and the fresh pico that goes with it. So Yes, good. that's what I miss. So delicious. And you've been taunting me the whole entire episode, eating those chips in my face. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to finish us off with, mm-hmm. uh, with, with another two songs or so um, that come from my uh, Spy Exotica playlist. Wait, I just totally could not hear you. So I don't know if that is going to pick up on the well, thing. I will say it again. Okay, go for it. So I'm gonna finish us off with a couple of songs from my Spy Exotica playlist. And uh, I'm sure everybody will love it. I just wanna tell everybody, go ahead and go to zentikilounge.com, click on the store link. We have rocks, glasses, and t-shirts. Everybody needs a 20 ounce rocks glass at home or a pair. I've just recently reduced the prices and reduced the shipping costs. They have our logo, they have our catchphrase, the dimly lit tiki bar that lives in your head. And in memoriam, they have a picture of the two tiki mugs you can no longer get, Little Dick and Big Dick. And the t-shirts show the same. We've got a lady style and a gentleman style. Or as I like to say, we have a style for everyone, regardless of how you identify. We just want you to wear the shirt. Whatever cut you choose, it's up to you. Yeah, or like Starshine, you could start with the technically unisex or men's cut and cut the fuck out of the collar and make it a one-shouldered sort of deal. I know, I know. I wish I had Starshine's uh, sewing abilities. She likes an off-the-shoulder t-shirt. Yes. Was a nice tank underneath it or just, you know, not... And with our prices, just $18 for a t-shirt, you won't mind cutting it up, so go for it. (laughs) And I'm sure you can find instructional videos on the YouTube. That's right. All right, well, thank you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. Check out the website, share us with your friends and family, share us with maybe your mother-in-law who thinks that your marriage was never valid in the first place. I mean, I'm just saying, Share us with those. <laughs> share us with those who matter to you. Any or final? Or any, don't matter. Share it with anyone. Share it with your friends. Share it with your enemies. Whatever. Just share. That's right. And Just like in, the COVID. <laughs> and and until next time, mahalo. mahalo.